As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This ride is just insane! We're going to go 165 feet in the air. We're going to drop down 180 feet like an 85 degree angle. You ready? I hate this you. I hate fun. you. I hate this you. I had that last week, actually. Coast in the Country with Marcus Lashock. From WGN TV Studios in Chicago, this is Coast in the Country. My name is Marcus Lashock. Welcome to episode four of the podcast, A New Hope. No, it's not A New Hope. I don't think I can say episode four, A New Hope, in the same sentence without getting some kind of call from our lawyers upstairs. So I better not do that, but this is the Coast in the Country podcast. We run down everything that is happening in the theme park world, tell you about all the great places you can travel to across the country, heck, across the continent. I was in Canada last week, and just have some good, old-fashioned family fun. And you know what? Today is a special day. You know why? Because we are getting... They love me playing this. Cedar Point, baby, that's right. Throwback to 1990. When the hits on the air got caught in your head. Man, I miss this, though. Like, people don't do this anymore. You don't see this, the old-fashioned TV show intros with the catchy jingles, the commercials with the catchy jingles. Just don't see enough of this, but I'm sure the theme parks have marketing departments that do a lot of really great work. And they know that, well, uh, Mr. Lashak, you're not our target demographic anymore. We're kind of going for somebody who's a little bit younger, who might hear something like this and decide that, wow, I'm never going to that place because old people will be there. No, See, I screwed it up again. I keep screwing this up. Anyway, let's kill this. Because, hey, we are talking Cedar Point today. They are opening the gates this weekend for their 149th season. 149 seasons? Are you kidding me with something like this? That's a long time to be in business. If you haven't been to Cedar Point, they're located in Sandusky, Ohio, on the northern edge of the state, right on Lake Erie. This thing is on, it's called Cedar Point. It's on a point, on a peninsula that sticks out into Lake Erie. You get some incredible views. 
from the top of their uh, 185 roller coasters that they have there. They have an obscene amount of roller coasters. And some of the biggest rides in the world, Top Thrill Dragster, you hear at the top of this podcast, that's me going zero to 120 miles an hour in four seconds and absolutely losing my mind on that thing. I love that ride. But you know what? Way back in 1870 when Cedar Point opened, they were known for the bathhouses on the peninsula. A bathhouse. You don't see enough bathhouses in theme parks anymore. So you know what? 150 years next year, that would be a great, great time. Bring back the bathhouse. You know, I, I just thinking about it, there'd probably be a lot of people would say, wow, I probably would never go there again. <laughs> If that was the case, but and picturing theme park goers and towels and bathhouses, I, maybe that's not an image you really want to have roaming around in your head. So I apologize for that, <laughs> for that. But it is amazing to look back at the history of this place and where they started and where they are now. Just an internationally known park with some of the premier attractions in the world. Just very good operations there as well. So, um, Also home, Cedar Point, to one of the great spokespeople in the business. Their director of communications, Tony Clark. If you're an enthusiast, you know and follow Tony. So active on Twitter. Tony Clark, CP on Twitter. Always posting updates from the park. You can tell that he has a genuine love. Not just for Cedar Point, but for uh, amusements in general. Just for the amusement park industry in general. Um, so, yeah, he's doing tweet, up, tweet ups all the time, handing out special prizes. I've known Tony for years now. I got caught up with him at the Yukon Striker Media Day at Canada's Wonderland, where I was last week. He often travels to other Cedar Fair parks, helps them open their rides. And I talked to him about Cedar Point's upcoming season. They're launching a new experience called Forbidden Frontier on Adventure Island. I had a ton of questions about this thing. It was really kind of confusing to understand exactly what it is. And he answered them pretty well, I think. Uh, He gave me a few nuggets about what they're planning for the big 150th anniversary in 2020. But first, we were there at Canada's Wonderland for the Yukon Striker opening. I had to ask him about this dive coaster because it just took over the title of world's tallest and fastest from... Cedar Point's dive coaster, Val Raven. So what in the world did he have to think about that? Take a listen. You know, a few people asked me this question and said, hey, Tony, uh, you know, it's a bigger and longer Val Raven. Um, and I don't, I don't like to use that description. You know, every one of our parks across the country in Canada, they're all unique. They have different settings, different things that make the rides cool in the places that they are. Um, this one is uh, uh, faster. It's longer. Um, the dive is huge. It's a huge dive. Um, but instead of having water all around them, they, you dive like into this water, like a lake. Right. I mean, it's like, it's actually really, really cool. Um, so they just took, you know, Val Raven, um, and, and made it bigger. That's what Cedar Point does. We build like something really weird, cool, crazy. And then somebody else eventually comes along and makes yeah. something bigger, longer and improves on it. So and it's a good one. It's your own, like it's your sister park, right? It's not somewhere well, else. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, this is, you know, we're, we're not that far away. Um, and you know, for, for Canada, this park's beautiful. Um, it's got all kinds of great rides, great coasters. I love coming up here to visit and it just, it gives, it gives uh, people more options to visit um, all of our different parks and see what makes all of our parks very special. So, yeah, I think what I said to you when I got uh, back in the station was your ride's done. <laughs> or something like something along those lines. Yeah, you weren't was, too happy. It was kind of rude. Yeah, it was kind of rude. Uh, I was like, you need to th- 
theme to your ride like Snoopy-ish now or something no, like that? No, no, no. Right. Come on now. See, not, yeah, if, if people said that about every ride that was built, yeah. um, you know, I, I choose to uh, to go the opposite way. I, I like to, even if it's a competing company, competing park, you know, we're all in the business of making sure people have a good time. They can leave whatever they're doing um, and, and whatever they're, what's going on in their life, come to our parks, have a good time, ride rides. Yeah. When people get, na- you know, crazy with me on Twitter and say, you know, UConn strikers, if they do, and say this is this is so much better than Val Raven, and I just say, dude, like, chill, go to a park. <laughs> right. Just go have fun. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Every ride, every attraction, every show, everything that all these parks have, they're all unique. And that's what makes this cool. You have options. You can go and do different things. So um, while it has the same feel as Val Raven, you know, yeah, it's longer. It's got more elements. It's got it goes upside down more times. Um, and so yeah, it's it's cool. Everyone's going to build bigger stuff. That's just how it is. Yeah. So let's talk Cedar Point for a little bit. Um, I know. Can you just explain what you guys are doing this year? Because I've seen a little <laughs> bit of it, and I'm like, what the heck is this thing? And I know for a while it was kind of shaded in secrecy, but now it's out there. So what are you doing? So it'll be interesting after we introduce this one. Is someone going to say, well, oh, this did so much better than Cedar Point's version of Forbidden Frontier? <laughs> right. uh, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, so Forbidden Frontier on Adventure Island is, it's hard to explain, but but follow me. It's an interactive, um, if, you, if you remember the Choose Your Own Adventure books, yeah. and you could kind of choose the path you wanted to go, that's kind of what this attraction is. You have live characters that are on the island. They live on the island. Uh, you've never been able to go over there before, but you're now able to go check it out and see what's happened. They've settled there. They've done different things with their properties that they live in. There's interactive elements. You can go over there and just walk around, or you can talk to every single one of them and ask them what their story is. So, so by characters, you mean like people yeah, or people. okay they're not oh, yeah. like animatronics no. or something like that no these are live people that live there and the, the the rumor is there's a feud going on but it's not it may not be apparent when you talk to somebody but as you talk to a bunch of them or they have you do really cool activities you may understand better about what's actually happening um, are they fighting over a specific thing are they fighting over territory I don't know but you'll have to ask them and find out but there's activities for kids it's primarily based it's it's geared toward younger families so if you're like you know 8 to 13 years old it's probably that that set but if you're 50 if you're 80 uh if you're 18 you can walk over there and just check it out it's a whole new land at cedar point essentially that has all this extra stuff to do too where is it it's in the middle of the park okay. um a lot of people don't we have an island there it literally is an island with a yeah, lagoon around millennium it millennium force go through yeah. that island yeah, okay, yeah when right. you ride millennium yeah. force you actually land on the island at some point before you turn around and come back so we have the dinosaurs alive attraction mm-hmm. there for several years that's gone um and we've replaced it with forbidden frontier okay uh, how many characters are involved with this? Like, how many people are going to be out there all the There's time? There's a lot. Yeah. So you'll, we will be um, probably unveiling more and more about who's actually over there and what they do a little bit later. But what we really want to, uh, people to experience um, is the attraction for themselves. The story cannot happen without you. You have to go over there. You have to talk to these people. That's what we don't like to say. Yeah. You know, it's 224 feet tall. It goes right, 74 right, right, miles right, right, an hour. Right. That would be easy. Yeah. This is That's why this is hard. Because how you interact with it is going to is going to change the dynamic of how the story goes and that's what's so much fun about it. it's not a same old same old kind of attraction um, and it's different for cedar point and it's something that we've been um, asked about a lot to get more attractions for families and things for families to do together the theming is fantastic um, it is not like anything we've ever done before i think people are really gonna love it yeah so is there like a gaming component to it or something like do you do you solve a mystery or something like that when you're out there so there isn't just one thing to solve so you'll you'll have several activities that you can do throughout the island some of them are mind challenging games and puzzles some of them are competitions with other guests 
Some of them are on a stage to kind of, you know, make it a big show. Some of them you can do, uh, you know, in front of someone's residence, you know, and you can uh, interact with everybody how you want. You can do it as a group. You can do it by yourself. Uh, and and no matter what it is, what your skill set is, it's not. I want people to think it's an escape room kind of thing. Yeah. But if we had to say the kind of activities and the kind of games and things you would do there would probably be close to an escape room. But you don't have to escape this. It's not like that. Okay. You can go, come and go as you please. Right. I'm not trapped on the island. No, you're not. You don't have to figure <laughs> out how to get out. Um, we'll give you a paddle and you can swim. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's awesome. It's a it's a it's going to be really really neat. Um, and. Uh, how you again? How you interact with it is how the story can unfold throughout the day. Who developed this? Like, is this specifically you guys did this? So, fun fact. So, because you know, like we were just talking about having a great family of parks across the country, our, our friends at Knott's Berry Farm uh, introduced something called Ghost Town Alive in their Ghost Town section of the park. Um, they don't have an island. Ghost Town is part of their park, and they brought a bunch of characters into the park. Uh, and and as a guest, you walk around to the saloon, to the jail. You talk to all the characters, the cowboys that are out there, and you find out what's going on um, and that's how you interact with it so we took that those storytellers helped us craft kind of what's going on on Adventure Island at Cedar Point and so it was a collaborative effort between us and the creative team at Knott's um, and our internal theming teams to to really come up with something we've never done before and it's wow. and it's like it's, I don't want to say it's the same as Knott's because yeah, that's misleading right. but if I had to compare it to something that exists um, Ghost Town Alive is somewhat similar to what we're doing. It sounds really cool. Like something that sounds really promising. It's funny. We our GM Jason McClure he tre- uh, tweeted a picture of a bridge, and this bridge is uh, it's just a, w- a crooked wooden path that was placed in the middle of what used to be a water ride, and there was a waterfall, and the flume would go right in between the the canyon. Um, and we built a really cool bridge in it, and people were going crazy, like, "Holy cow! This is going to be really cool! I want to go check this out!" And that's just a sliver of the stuff that we've done over there. So it's hard to not share pictures and say, yeah. here's how the construction's going. Um, we've, we've put some renderings out there, some artist renderings of what it's going to look like. Our website's going to have some of that on there if it's not up there already. Um, but the actual like area, I think people are going to be really shocked and surprised at, at, at the, the intensity of the theming and the storytelling we're doing over there. It's, and that's hard for me because I, 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 we want to just say to people, go. Yeah, right. Just go do it. Yeah. I can't tell you everything. Just go do it. Interact with it how you will, and and um, and then you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have fun either way, even if you're watching people do stuff. Is there anything else you're doing this season besides that? Like anything else that's going on there? So we got two new restaurants that are there. We have mm-hmm. Hugo's Italian Kitchen. Um, that's toward at the front of the park, right across from Raptor. People asked us for more food and beverage options, so that's going to feature handmade pasta, uh, wood fire, uh, a brick oven, brick oven, uh, pizza, fresh pizza pastas, uh, cannoli, meatball sandwiches, subs and sandwiches. Um, and then in the back of the park where our witch's wheel used to be, rest in peace. Yeah, sorry. Uh, little tear. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be Backbeat Q, which is a barbecue restaurant. It's rock and roll and Motown themed, so you have your traditional barbecue favorites. But we're also doing live music outside on the patio, so you can oh. grab your food, sit outside at this new stage and venue, and really just enjoy uh, people watching. I love people watching at Cedar Point. Yeah. It's always good. It's good any place people gather. Uh, but there, it gives a good opportunity to listen to some music, eat some good food, and watch the people go by. Uh, next year is a big anniversary year for you guys, right? Is yep. it 100 next year? No. No, what is it? Tack 50 Two, onto that. 250, 100 <laughs> no, years? What there, is it? No. 150 years. 150 years, yeah. yeah. We're celebrating our 150th anniversary next year. And I know you can't tell me what you're doing, but 
I, I, I assume you're doing something, you know, to celebrate that. I can give you a nugget. Okay. I can give you a nugget. So um, if people didn't know, we're the second oldest amusement park in North America. That's a huge deal. So we are very, very, very happy about our heritage, our history, and who we are. And we're going to celebrate lots of different things during the anniversary. So I can't just say we're going to have X ride, um, and it's going to be this. Um, it are, it's going to be multiple ways to celebrate our history, from roller coasters to rides to food items to, um, you know, all kinds of it, retro is going to be in, obviously, as you celebrate an anniversary. But it's our way of looking at the past and connecting it to where we're going in the future. So you will still see roller coasters and big rides at Cedar Point, but next year really is just a celebration of who we are, why we're there, and what we mean to the people that have been visiting us since we were just a beach um, with no rides or roller coasters in 1870. It's also a huge year for Millennium Force. 20 years for Millennium Force next year. Yeah, it was my, it's funny, my my uh, my first time at Cedar Point was 2000 to ride Millennium Force. It was my first roller coaster ever, and that's when I fell in love with the park. Um, and it's celebrating 20. We have a, a debate going on, and maybe, maybe your listeners of your podcast can help, and I might do a poll, I don't know. What is a good year to celebrate? Because... We have things in five-year increments. Right, yeah, right. So, like, is 20 significant or is, is 50 or is 30? Is 35 significant or is it 25? I don't know. So that's why we struggle. Yeah, because the problem is then if you do something at 20, then when 25 comes around, well, you got to do something again? Well, yeah. Like, what's the Or you year? randomly celebrate at different places. You know, like, right. you, or you do, like, one ride at 20 and then another one at 30. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. But, yes, 20 years is a long time. You have mine ride celebrating 50 years. Yeah. That's so that's a, that's a big one. Um, we celebrated Blue Streak's 50th, so we'll do some things for that. Um, but, yeah, ride anniversaries, great to celebrate their history and heritage. Um, but... I, we're not going to throw a birthday party for it if that's right. if that's what people are looking for. Uh, but but definitely we recognize the significance and we'll probably promote some of that on social media. But how many years is it for you at Cedar Point now? This is my thirteenth season, I wow. believe. 13th yeah, season. yeah, thir- and they haven't fired me yet. Right? No. Hope they're not listening and just decide to after this. <laughs> I you doubt s- they're. They've been listening for this long. I, know, right. I don't. I don't even know that they know this. Exists. They listen to you all day, so then they're like, I don't want to listen to another podcast with Why him. Why would you want to listen to the spokesperson right. continue to talk about Cedar Point? But I know you used to work in my business. You used oh, to work yeah. in television, and now you've been doing this for 13 years. Did you ever think, like, when you left TV and then you went into this world that you'd be here for 13 years? And so now you're not just at Cedar Point. You're at Canada's Wonderland. You're going down to uh, Carowinds to help them open rides. Well, I think um, this is why you and I have a special bond. It's because because, you know, growing up, I wasn't, like, super nerdy about amusement parks, but I loved them. I loved going to them. I loved Great America in Chicago. Yep. That's what I grew up on. Um, I worked there when I was 16 as a ride operator, yep. so that's when the bug kind of bit me. So the fact that um, I'm able to combine two things I love, both rides, theme parks, um, um, and travel, and also the media business, so radio and TV, which I was in for many, many years, and tell the story and understand what... Um, you know what we need to communicate to the media and what the media needs from us in our parks i think it's it's a dream come true like i don't i don't think i could have a better job unless it was um you know the hosting the tonight show yeah. i think that's like the next thing i'd want to do that's my next that's my next takeover so jimmy fallon should probably yeah. watch out so tony yeah one of my favorite people in the music world i don't think the tonight show thing's going to happen i just don't and i say this with pure affection to him and to myself honestly I think that ship has sailed for both of us Uh, a prominent showcase like that is probably never going to happen for either of us at this point but uh, he's always got an answer whenever I have a question and that's really really big so uh, Forbidden Frontier sounds really cool for this year it sounds like something completely unique that I haven't experienced before 
But the 2020 stuff is really intriguing to me because if you're an enthusiast, you think about 150 years at Cedar Point. There's been so much speculation about what Cedar Point's going to add there. But listening to him, maybe maybe the whole idea that everyone expecting this 500-foot polar coaster or something crazy like that. First of all, I think if they were adding something like that, we would have already seen evidence that it is being built. Something as massive as that. But um, the whole idea of maybe it's just a year where they celebrate a lot of things in the park, and maybe it is King's Island's year in the Cedar Fair universe to get a giant attraction. And Cedar Point's more like, hey, we're just celebrating 150 years and celebrating the stuff that we have here and then looking forward to their next big uh, addition there. So I, I want to put this out to you guys, the enthusiasts. What do you think? What's your prediction for 2020 at Cedar Point? You can hit me on Twitter. I'm at Marcus Lashock. Facebook at Marcus Lashock. Instagram at Marcus Lashock. You see the theme? MarcusLashock.com. Submit your story button right at the top there. That's where you can get uh, right to me with an idea and you can answer that there. So what do you think Cedar Point's going to do in 2020? I've loved reading all of your emails at this point, your tweets, your messages, Instagram messages, some great comments. Uh, somebody left me a great comment on the Apple podcast page for this. I really appreciate that. I'm going to get to all of your questions and your comments in an upcoming mailbag episode. We will do that. Um, so you can follow me online, do all that good stuff. But next week, very excited because I am heading to Dollywood for the opening of Wildwood Grove, their biggest edition ever, basically. And we may have a very, very special guest joining us. A very special guest that will be incredible if this happens. Still holding out. I don't know. I'm, I'm told it's happening, but I don't, I don't want to say it's happening until it actually happens. But it will be a fantastic, amazing guest and just an incredible life moment for me should this, to, should this occur. So stay tuned for that. For now, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Don't forget, push down, then pull up on your lap bars. I'm Marcus Lashock. Peace out.